1: you all been
0: waiting for welcome everyone to dungeon crawlers where we've got author bruce r cordell to talk about his new book myth of the maker so we'll start jumping into this real quickly now bruce are you there
1: Hey! Yeah, yes, he is it. there. Okay, I'm totally here. I wasn't sure if that was a lead-in for me to introduce myself. No, so.
0: you're fine. I, thanks.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thanks now, for being here. Can you kind of give us a little bit of background of what Myth of the Maker is and the story uh, behind sh- it?
1: Uh, sure. So I was. Um, so the, the background is that I wanted to write a science fiction book that answered the question about. Uh, Fermi's paradox, if you're familiar with that, it's the question of like, why, if there's all these stars and galaxies out there in the world and the universe, why do we see no evidence of um, alien life? Mm-hmm. All we know is our own. So that's uh, Enrico Fermi. That was his question, and that was the, what I wanted to answer. So, in specific, the uh, main character of this novel is a guy named Carter Strange, who's a programmer, and. Uh, He unfortunately discovered the answer to this question because he discovered uh, something that scientists call dark energy is actually kind of this uh, medium uh, which uh, around Earth um, creates all these fictional layered uh, worlds, limited worlds called recursions. And pretty much in order to save the world from the attention he had uh, gained from the entities in this, in the strange called Wars and other things like that, uh, he had to kill himself and his friends and retreat as avatars, essentially, into these limited worlds. But uh, him, some of his friends aren't happy with that, and at least one of them has vowed to get back to the real world, Earth, whatever the cost. So that's kind of the setup for uh, Myth of the Maker.
2: Nice. Now, oh, that's, for... that's that's deep. Just to get started.
0: Yeah, it in. is.
1: That's that's, that's crazy. That is awesome. Thank you.
0: Now, for for our listeners out there, um, you have written quite a bit, but most of what you've written has been in like Dungeons and Dragons uh, material. Correct.
1: That's true. Uh, I've uh, I worked for uh, TSR and then Wizards of the Coast uh, over the course of of nearly twenty years, and yeah, most of that material was second, third. 4th and even some 5th edition D&D so uh, I have well over uh, I don't know 100 some uh, D&D products And and other other things related to working at Wizards of the Coast, but and, and novels as well. So
0: yeah, yeah it's I'm seeing. having a good time. I'm seeing several uh, forgotten realm novels and things like that, which in Dungeons and Dragons, which is just fantastic. Which I hear Dungeons
2: and Dragons, and I have to ask: Are you one of those people that we absolutely love, or are you one of those people that we absolutely hate because you created that one monster that killed us four times? And I know exactly which one you're th- you're thinking about.
1: <laughs> uh, well. I... Think that I don't have this reputation any longer, but uh, there was a period of time where I was—I did have a reputation for creating dungeons that were sort of hard on the players. <laughs> so I, I hope you don't hate me, but uh, there's a possibility that I've created uh, scenarios that, that that some people wish I hadn't.
2: You know, I don't usually... hate you, but my psychiatrist loves you. I'm just saying. Huh. No, oh, I've, I probably loved you. I love those complicated
0: dungeons. <laughs> those were my favorite. All my—you know—my party members were like. Because you're the DM. No, That's Because I'm nope. the dungeon, master. I'm the dungeon master. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you've uh, played like Sunless Citadel
1: from uh, first, uh, excuse me, third edition, uh-huh. and uh, those Adventure Path, I yep. wrote a few of those. Sweet. And uh, I wrote Return to the Tomb Fours, which was near the end of second edition. Which that was that was probably the most killer,
2: killer um, <laughs> scenario that I ever I've written before. Or since. It's a very appropriate description. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: What, what, what were you doing that sparked the idea for this novel?
1: Um, it, it kind of came out of uh, a, a weird sort of situation where uh, Wizards was winding down its its novel department, and yeah. as you saw, I'd written nine previous novels, and you know, they Wizards had actually invested quite a bit of time and energy in making me a better novel writer with with each um, novel where I published know that they had I I had quality editors they had a you know very nice they had a great novel department there and I got to work with wonderful editors like Susan Morris for instance and uh anyway that when that wound down I was like well I I'm not gonna I don't want to quit writing so I thought hmm I should I should just strike off on my own and write a science fiction novel you know um and uh, I actually left Wizards in order to actually work on this novel and uh it just turned out that uh my friend uh i told him about it and before we could finish it this was in 2013 before i could finish the novel uh he said yeah let's you know wouldn't it be cool if we made a game based on this instead you know or not he didn't say instead he just said wouldn't it be cool if we wrote a name a game based on this and i was like you know that would be cool and so the novel didn't get written or finished for like another three and a half four years until today because the game uh, called strange uh, came out, mm, we had a Kickstarter for it in 2013, and then the game came out in 2014. What is it now, 2017?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Time
0: it's it's amazing how fast time flies. So, is, is there a particular character uh, within the, the book that really stood out, that you really liked, as well as there a character that kind of, man, you hate, just love to hate? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but the main character has has some flaws, uh,
1: but uh, and the and the uh, and the main antagonist Jason Cole has has a lot more flaws. But I think by the end, you hopefully can see that J- Carter Morrison, he's the main character, kind of comes comes to terms with his flaws, and you actually start to realize Jason Cole is not the complete utter villain of the situation as you know you might at first assume because. He was kind of put in a pretty crappy situation, and uh, and kind of dealt with it the best way he thought he could deal with it. I mean, you know, he, he there's certainly a fall from grace, but uh, I think we all have probably done things that were not the best. I mean, he takes it to a whole new level in this in this novel, of course, given the cosmic scope of it. But um, those are uh, two of the main characters. There's like there's like three main characters in this book, and the other one is Catherine Manners, and uh, she is a. Uh, She's like a private eye slash computer consultant, and she kind of gets pulled into this whole thing kind of from the outsider's perspective. And um, she's one of the characters that you will actually see as a, uh, um, if, if you're familiar with the game lore of the strange RPG, she's like one of the characters that you would actually be familiar with
0: uh, as far as an NPC in the game setting. Okay.
1: I'm looking that up now. You're looking it up. <laughs> he's running. <laughs> Do you have a copy of the Strange Core Book? I don't. I don't.
0: Ah, uh, I okay. don't. I thought but... that's where you were looking it up. But... <laughs> no, he's he's looking it up online. Um,
1: I uh, really you look up uh, the Strange you... Players Guide, and you see the woman in the center, uh, standing between those two weird creatures. Uh, uh-huh. That's her. That's uh That's a uh, Catherine.
2: Oh, okay. okay. All right.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. That. Uh, wow. So this is all based off of the strange scene in this in this game. I didn't even realize that. Dang it! Now I gotta go buy this game. (laughs) You you got Anubis on the cover. I mean, uh. Uh, yeah. Well, in a way. Yeah. Well, because this pulls off of the strange that you're telling us about these fictional worlds, these limited worlds. Is that what you call them? Yeah. So the
1: way it sort of works is that uh, these uh, these limited worlds are are kind of uh, they're generated by the power of human imagination. And so myths, and uh, novels, and uh, games, and movies kind of kind of gain a certain reality within these limited incursions. Yeah. And so player characters within the game uh, travel into these worlds and sort of take on the context of these worlds a little bit. So if you're someone on Earth who you know as uh, someone who's you know really good with a gun, maybe you'd go to this uh, this world here on the left with the Anubis guy. It's called a, it's a Kefalim actually. Uh, you might actually be someone who shepherds souls, or you know, or um, yeah. or a channel of soul sorcery, or something like that. Because you actually take on the context and exist within the the physical laws of these of these alternate worlds.
2: So that old theory that every story in some way is based on a reality. Well, in this, every reality is based on a story.
1: Yeah, pretty much, and yeah, within these recursions, that is correct.
0: oof, oof. sounds yeah, dangerous. Like, it, like you said, I need to go buy this game. My art. Dangerous. <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: my, not, I'm more you know. interested in the book. I'm I know. In the my, book. my RPG collection is going to continue to grow. <laughs> no, it's, I, it's fantastic. I I love this. Um, now, just kind of uh, more of a question directed towards you as a writer. Do you have any interesting or weird quirks? I mean, we've talked to several writers. I'm like, I know one writer that, why she writes, she has a giant bucket of red vines and they're always there where she can grab them as she writes. Is, do you have anything like that or any type of quirk or type of thing that you have to do before you get in the zone to write? I I don't think so. Nothing quite so interesting. I mean, I have my
1: little office here it's in my house, which of course I need to sit there and I have a, I like to listen to... No, I, I don't think so. All right. I, I do need to exercise an hour a day just to, to clear my mind that that is vital. If, if Every day I go without exercising is a day that uh, my writing
2: gets worse and worse. So I guess you could say that would be my quirk in that sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm the exact same way. If I don't exercise in the morning, my I just don't have that creative spark. It's just... It's, it's like the whole day is just... It's wasted if I don't get that exercise in the morning. Yep. So... Yep. Oh, yeah, I really no. want to go off and play this The Strange now. Now that I'm, <laughs> I had no idea that this even existed. Like, well,
1: well, if you read the novel, that will set the stage for the game. It's sort of a, a the lore, the lore you, you hear about Carter Morrison in the in the uh, game setting, in the game setting's lore um, and background. But you don't really ever know where he is, what's happened, you know, what what the situation is. And this novel pretty much lays it all out and provides you know more deeper information about about the game. So. Sold. I mean, you know, it's it's standalone. You don't, it, if you read it, you will have no idea that we we made a game based on it because I started writing it long before, um, or at least you know, several months before, uh, decided that we'd write a game about it as well.
0: No, I, I just love that you can go read the book, and then if you want, you can go jump in and play the game. I mean, most it normally it's the other way around. The books are out for a while, and then you hope and pray that they come up with a game. You already have it. It's like this is like the perfect combo. Yeah, <laughs> I get to read the book and then go play it and experience it in real life as myself, that's awesome well well,
1: well from your mouth to all your listeners uh, uh, ears right uh, yeah. and, and actions, <laughs> it's a fun game people yeah. People win, won several ennies uh, a few years ago I guess in 2015
0: nice so everyone out there this is perfect, this is awesome so our listeners go pick, go pick up the, the book and then go pick up the game this is just like the perfect combination. You know, our listeners love reading; they love playing games. It's it's perfect, is it not, Scott? This is, is like it awesome. It is
2: definitely perfect. I just I just want to go out and play. I want to go out and read. Like it's sorry, I, I'm I'm here on the 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 strange like RPG page, and I'm just like, oh, you can do that. Oh, okay, so there's that. Oh, well, that makes sense. Oh, I don't like that just because it's creepy and it's like it's exciting the premise it's like D, except set in every theoretical world that you can actually explore yeah like it and i love and i love it uh but it is uh somewhat limited just because you know it's that that just fantasy this breaches branches off into fantasy future past so uh, sci-fi fiction. like it yeah everything. It, it's just it's much more uh what's the word just it's much more far-reaching no, like there's a yeah. lot less boundaries, and so uh, conceptually, think, concept, conceptually speaking, uh, reading a novel based in not just one of these worlds with multiples, uh, where the main character he is obviously he, you said he had to kill his friends to be able to get them into this world to save uh, to save their lives, right? And so and they want uh, to get out, yeah. And and so now they're trying to get out. It, the entire concept of it is, it's very it's a very attractive concept to me, like that. That going into this imagination type world where you're trying to escape from all of these different anything that people can imagine, and of course people will imagine you know anything based on their favorite fandoms. So you can jump from like a Harry Potter esque world, uh, and then hop over to like a Stargate esque world, uh, to hop back to like an Egyptian fighting Anubis type world. Which now that I think about it, all those can just be pretty much yeah summed up in Stargate. But still, it's it's just it's very it's very intriguing and very appealing to me
1: cool yeah no it's uh, it's a lot of fun i i've i've had i've had a wonderful time working on it in the last several years
0: now when does the book come out actually the soft cover
1: trade trade paperback soft cover just came out two days ago
0: all right so it's april 4th all right so it is out folks you can snag a copy now
1: the deluxe hardcover we're coming out with probably in another... You can pre-order it now, but it's not out probably for another three four weeks, okay. I would imagine.
2: Okay, I'm waiting to three or four weeks. I'm a hardcover nut.
1: <laughs> well, this is really nice because it has extra illustrations. Um, it has uh, illustrated interior and
0: exterior dust jacket. Oh, so it's, uh, it's pretty nice. It's okay, Daniel. You can get both. I know. I may have to get both just so I can start reading the story
2: and then get the hardcover just because... That sounds amazing. Now, is there going to be an audiobook? Uh, I have don't... to ask for McKay, of course, because McKay always asks if, the, if there's an audiobook. Yes, because he listens in his car. He's a car listener.
1: So Angry Robot is the publisher of, of, of this of the soft cover, and um, we have the Monty Cook Games, which is the company that they came out with The Strange, and you know that I'm a senior designer for. Uh, they did they did another book in the same situation, which is called The Poison Eater by Shana Germain, And that was for Numenera. And yes, they came out with an audiobook for that. So I'm thinking they'll come out for an audiobook for this, but I don't actually know. I haven't actually asked. <laughs> I just always assumed they would, but uh, I don't know.
0: For sure, I would but. assume they're going to. I, this is just such an awesome idea. It's. A, I can't wait to hear it in audio. It would be amazing. And-
1: I'm just not I'm just you know I'm not a trained uh, reader mm-hmm. I've read the first chapter a few times here and there and I'm like uh, doing all these different voices is just not my forte
0: yeah <laughs> so now the the question is is this a standalone book or is there going to possibly be more in the future
1: it's possibly going to be more in the future
0: awesome even better because well, the, why not well the worlds are, are unlimited yeah it's true <laughs> I mean you don't even need to use the same characters you can use new characters well, that's true which is fantastic. There could be there could be novels
1: uh, that uh, that are not written by me that contain completely different characters set in the new universe, right? I mean, yeah. that, that is an option. Or th- there could be other novels that I write that
0: uh, might pick up one or two of the characters from this first novel. We'll see. You just created an entire new universe to write in. I mean, <laughs> you know that you've got Toril with Forgotten Realms, and mm-hmm. we used to have Dragonlance. Now we're gonna have this universe. It's wow. I mean, every possible video game or anything imagined can fit into this. That's true. Um, uh, although, for publishing novels uh, or game material, we can't actually ever, we wouldn't ever want to use the IP of
1: uh, some other. Uh, true. True. <laughs> but, but certainly, uh, things inspired by, by those, as they were inspired by other s- stories themselves, are yeah. certainly all fair game. And we, we certainly go down that road very heavily.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be very easy to do, you know, old mythology. I mean, there's tons of stuff there. I mean,
2: science yeah. fiction, space battle type stuff. I mean, uh, you don't need okay. a xenomorph in there to be able to fight aliens yeah. that attack you and have that are dangerous. Yeah. So. True yeah. Enough. So it's just it's very interesting, even if you keep it a little bit more general.
0: Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Ooh. Oh right. With with, with underwater space aliens. There you go. There. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah.
1: Lantians.
0: Yes. Oh. Is that your new book it's right there? No, no. Right. <laughs> no. I'm already working on the new book. It's a western. It's going to be awesome. But I, even then, you, westerns. I mean, there, the possibilities are endless for this type of uh, a format. So that, oh, wow. Kudos yeah, to you lot, for thinking this up. A lot of
1: interesting, a lot of interesting uh, story play in there, right? Because within these limited worlds, uh, these recursions, um, most of the the creatures you run across are sort of, they call like shadows, right? They mm-hmm. don't really necessarily understand that they live in a limited world. They're just kind of going, they're just kind of filling out the narrative that, that they exist within. But every so often one or two will gain the spark, as it's called, and they'll realize, am I living in a simulation? <laughs> and that's when things can really start getting interesting because maybe they'll have the ability to follow you out of the recursion as a player character or as a, you know, char- novel character. Uh, and... Um, See what's happening there. So yeah, there's there's a lot of room for uh, interesting uh story developments.
0: Now, hmm. now I got to go buy the book. You just game. piqued my interest yet again. Just <laughs> these shadows could come alive and follow them out. Oh, man. Now I need to know if this really happens.
1: Crap. <laughs> and All
0: it right. probably does. You buy the paper book. I'll I'll steal it for for a couple of days until yeah. the hardcover comes out. Yes. No, I. It, it's. It's. This is a fantastic idea, for our listeners out there. Run out, grab the book. It's available. Um, I'm assuming because it's available now, they uh, available on Amazon, uh, available through Angry Robot Books. Uh, is it in Barnes and Noble uh, or BarnesandNoble.com yeah. at least?
1: It is. It's available at Barnes and Noble's, Powell's, uh, Angry Robot itself. Oh, pretty much anywhere.
0: Uh,
2: nice.
1: Books are
0: sold. It's available anywhere. And probably soon in audio format, but you definitely know it'll be coming in hardback, which sounds even more awesome than the paperback. So buy both. Why not? That way you can read it now.
1: Complete your collection.
0: Yes. (laughs) Completist. I I am a completist. Yes. So um, is there anywhere that our listeners can find you? Maybe they want to follow you, find out what you're writing or where you're going to be at a convention next or anything like that. Where can they find you? They can find me either on Twitter. Uh, my
1: handle is Bruce Cordell. It's really easy. Or Facebook, same. You can follow me there. Um, I have a blog presence, brucecordell.com, dot com. And uh, if you follow uh, Munchy Cook Games on Twitter, you'll also probably discover what I'm up to as well. Since I'm, we all work really well
0: as a team. So those those are the best places to find me. All right. So nice. everyone, you've heard it here. Um, follow him if you're interested definitely go check out this book it sounds fantastic and i now have to run to amazon to go make another purchase and uh just we- don't tell your wife
2: man just don't tell your wife
0: no no she already knows i have tons of books. it's like it i have i have two vices movies and books <laughs> oh well in rpg games never mind three <laughs> i have several yeah um so thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for uh, making some time out of your night to come talk to us uh, about I, the book. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do so,
1: and uh, I, I'm stoked at your uh, positive reaction.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, I love the stuff like this. I mean, it just it's, sounds amazing, um, and the possibilities are endless. I mean, you could spend, spend the rest of your life writing books in this type of a universe – and never really do the same thing twice, which is just so amazing and fantastic all at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it's it's very cool. It's very rich. Yeah. All right, uh, so with that said, listeners, we'll catch you next time.
1: Nailed it.